You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Manchester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. Can you believe it's Christmas? I mean, it is literally a few days away. Can you believe it? In two weeks' time will be Christmas Day, which means in three weeks' time, it's going to be 2023. Just old people, let that sink in for a moment. I realised just a couple of weeks ago, the definition of being old, and it's having a conversation with a full-grown adult and you're just talking to them and you just slip in the conversation. Wow, and you may be speaking about COVID or something and you know how time goes so fast. And you say to them, it just feels like yesterday it was 1999. And they look at you and they say, I wasn't even born in 1999. Old people, anyone know what I'm talking about? I mean, you can have fully grown human beings that were born after 2000. That just blows my mind. I just can't believe that, that time can go so fast. And our whole theme of this production and our Christmas carols this year, you've seen on your tickets and on the flyers and the questions being posed through the, all these quiz questions through the course of this morning. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? And we want to show you now an unbelievable story about someone in our church called Shane. And Shane with his wife, Sheena, and their kids have been in our church for for five years or so. And Shane was part of a super successful boy band called Boyzone. They sold 25 million albums. He's also been on Celebrity Big Brother and Celebrity MasterChef and many other TV shows. Uh, driven race cars. And we had a conversation just a, a couple of weeks ago about life, about family, and also about his faith. And we wanted to share you this unbelievable story. And so what you're gonna see now is just a few minutes of a wide ranging conversation. But we want you to hear about the story, the unbelievable story of Shane Lynch. So watch the screen. Hey Shane, how That's are you? The crack, as we say in Ireland. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> We're um, right on top of Christmas. We are. How are you feeling? I love Christmas. Do you? Yes. Is there one thing that you're looking forward to this Christmas? I'll, I'll tell you mine. Mine is pigs in blankets. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I am a foodie, but you know, I, I, I think the joy of my two daughters' faces, because they're still of age where they're excited about that Christmas morning. And I love that because, of course, I like to see my daughters happy. And we have a process of we come down the stairs and me and uh, my wife, we go in first and then the, the girls come through the door and it's just to, just to see them in such joy. And that's the moment I love of Christmas for sure. I'm imagining matching pajamas. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. okay. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> okay, that's good. We're kind of 
exploring the idea of like how unbelievable mm. the Christmas story is. Mm. You know, this kind of nice story of of all of this. But mm. what we're saying is, can you believe it? It's real. Mm. Like it's real. And if it's real, gosh, what what does that mean to me then? So you've just sort of said about loving God and Jesus and your faith being part of your life. We want to know that story. Like right. how, because... My lifestyle as a person, I was very... Antichrist is quite a thing to say. It just means I was against God. I was not into God. But I was of the darker side. And therefore, when I was in my darkest state of mind, meaning depression and alcoholism and all the usual stuff that you hear, which us public figures are very prone, so very susceptible to. Was there a moment like that you can remember where you like thought to yourself, something needs to change. This is this is like a critical moment. Yeah, <laughs> a very, very, very specific moment. And interestingly enough, that is the day it changed. I, I think in, in the character that I was, I was pretty angry. I was pretty in, somewhat violent in, in my nature. And uh, I, 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 was, I went to Harley Street in London and I came out from a, it was a chiropractor session, believe it or not, because I, I drive race cars and sometimes I put my back out and stuff, so I go see a chiropractor. And I came out of the chiropractor and a particular incident happened where a, a car um, had a swerve towards me as, as a person as I crossed the road. So that infuriated me and I came to an angry place of state of mind, but it was a set of traffic lights that I had stopped at. And I found myself running down the middle of Harley Street to those traffic lights, to that car. And when, luckily, and I say luckily, and thank the good Lord himself, those traffic lights turned green and off the car went, and I never got to it. But my intent was to create a lot of destruction there. And that was my time and my place of, who am I? And how does this change? And that's why the evil that I knew within me and my behavior, I had to find good somehow. I found Christ, I found my way out. I knew the dark, so there had to be a light for me. And I started asking questions, knocking on doors, and coming to church to see for myself what this is. And it's very real. And it's so unbelievably real, it saved my life. It filled every void that I was trying to fill with partying, with success, with businesses, with uh, champagne, caviar, and all of the rest. You know, all of the great things we think is in life, which are great, I'm not denying, they are fantastic. However, when you haven't got the love of God, the fulfillment of understanding He is there for you, you chase the worldly things to fill that void. But when you receive God and you see how blatant it is to to know that all of that stuff is circumstantial. That means nothing. And God gave me all of that. It sounds almost cheesy, right? Yeah. But like love, joy, yeah. peace, patience, self-control. Absolutely. All of those things, you're saying that kind of made you richer, in inverted commas. No. Then. Put them out like this. Okay. Richer, and not in inverted commas, in hands to the, to the sky richer. Okay. Because it did. Like, did it happen to you, or did you make it happen? Like, 
I'm going to say both. Okay. It happens to us. It's our journey, right? We decide how much we want God in our lives. We decide that. Not He. He's there continuously. And if we want more of God in our lives, well, then we just ask and we go and we seek and we fight. Unbelievable. <laughs> But, uh, just thanks for sharing your unbelievable story. And um, it's inspirational. It means that we can now kind of go, all right, what? If he has got his own journey, mm. that's great. What's mine? Yes, so, absolutely. Thanks for helping us with that. More than welcome. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Amazing, what a story, what a story. Many of the people that you've seen on stage have got stories about God who's come into our lives and we've, we've answered that question, can you believe it? I want you just for a moment just to think about your favourite gift. I know at the start of the service, Pastor Glenn talked about your favourite memories and he mentioned a favourite gift that was a table tennis table and We all have different things that we can remember the gift that we had. Mine was a striker. A striker was like what the chopper was to the 80s. The striker was to the 90s. Or maybe more relevant to people in the room, the e-scooter is today. That was a striker, it was like super cool. Everybody wanted a striker and I got the striker bike. It was a gift that lasted For a long time, every year, I would still be on that Christmas present from that year, my striker. See, the most important and the most valuable gifts, the gifts that we remember are often and most often the gifts that last. And we want to speak today just for a few moments about a gift that will last in your life. The Bible says this in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, for to us, a son was born and, and to, a child is born and to us a son is given. You've maybe been at your children's carol concerts or you've heard that, that Scripture around Christmas time many years before and it's speaking about an unbelievable gift. In John chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says again, for God so loved the world, that's us, that He gave His only Son that whoever would believe would not perish, but they would receive everlasting life. The unbelievable gift that God gives to us is His Son, Jesus Christ, that came in a manger. I wanna just highlight just a few of the gifts that came with Jesus. And the first one, is to say this, can you believe the gift of love? Can you believe the gift of love? Jeremiah chapter 31, verse three, the Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. I guess many of us in the room have had moments where love has been disappointed hopes have been dashed and we've been, we've had love maybe uh, taken from us or, or we've not even received love where it's been expected. And so in some senses, we would understand what it is to be disappointed. 
But the Bible is clear, there is one who loves us unconditionally. And that is the God who created us. He loves each one of us and He loves us so much that He gave us the gift of His Son. It came from a heart of love. Every parent in the room, you'd understand what it is to love your kids. One of the most dangerous things that I can do as a dad is take my eight-year-old son with me to the shops. Anyone know what I'm talking about? I mean, he can see things that nobody else sees that he needs. And he'll pick things out. And if we go past the aisle with match attacks on, it is all over. They're like the Panini cards, the, the, mat, the, the Prosec cards of 2022. And if he sees the match attacks, it's all over. Because I know as a dad, I love my son. And I, because of that, I want good gifts for him. The only problem is when it comes to times like now is that we all know Santa's amazing. Santa's great, but Santa never has a budget. And we all want Santa to produce the goods, don't we? Because we love our children. And love means that we want good gifts for our kids. And the Bible is so clear that when God gave His Son, He gave His Son because He loves us completely. And we want you to know today that you can believe there is a gift called love that is unconditional that you can receive today. The second thing is, can you believe the gift of peace? Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 says that He will be called, this Son, this child given, He will be called the Prince of Peace. When Jesus came, He was peace personified. We live in a world where everything's trying to rob us of peace. We wanna encourage you. There's one thing that you can do today to stop you from having your peace robbed in January, to make a decision what you do with your credit card. And don't be tempted to Use January and use 2023 to buy your Christmas of 2022. Because when that statement comes through and those bills come through and the electricity bill comes through, we all know that peace can be robbed in a moment. But Jesus came that we can receive peace. Apparently at the moment there's this competition going on. I don't know much about it, but it's this game football, I think, and and it's called the World League or something. And these teams are playing in it. I watched a game a few days ago and it was between these two countries, Argentina and Netherlands. I don't think England were invited this year, but let's move on. These two teams were playing and the team was, the, the match was getting gradually more feisty as the minutes passed. It was getting a little bit agitated and you can see players getting more and more frustrated. But the problem is the referee, the umpire, whatever they call these things, he was getting so emotionally involved in this supercharged game that he almost lost the ability to make good decisions. He made 18 yellow cards. 
That's warnings to people, which is a record in any World League, Super League, World competition for soccer or whatever this game's called. It's a world record. And the truth is when we lose peace in our life, we can make really bad decisions. When we make decisions out of supercharged emotion rather than truth, we end up in a bad place. We wanna encourage you to accept this unbelievable gift of peace through Jesus. The last thing is this, can you believe the gift of life? They say about the average life that a person will sleep for 23 years. 23 years. Some, everyone will work for 16 years. In your lifetime, you'll be watching TV for eight years. You'll be eating for six years. You'll be travelling for six years in your car. You'll be having four and a half years of leisure. You'll be getting dressed for two years. Two years of your life just getting dressed. And our life is spent doing all of these, most of the time, mundane activities. We just get up, we eat, we go to work, we sleep, and then we repeat. And we go through life. And Jesus spoke into this environment where people are just doing life. They're just existing, they're breathing and eating and sleeping and working and resting and, and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And in John chapter 10 and verse 10, Jesus said, but I've come. Jesus came as a baby in a manger. He lived a perfect life. The same Jesus that was born and came as a baby in a manger would grow up and He would die on a cross. Not only that, but when He died, He took all of our pain and punishment, all of our wrongdoing, our sin. He nailed it to the cross so we wouldn't have to pay the price for all of that. And then He rose again to give us a new start, a new life. The Bible says that you can be born again. Accepting Jesus in your life is the gift of life. Not just existing, of breathing, of doing routine, but it's life in all of its fullness. Knowing the Creator God who knit you together in your mother's womb, who had a plan and a purpose for your life. And today you can decide what you do with the gift. 1 Timothy 6 verse 19. Encourage us to take hold of the life that is truly life. If you're to receive a gift, when the giver comes and they offer it to you, you don't walk away, you don't say, I'll just put it there and I'll get it later. You open out your hands, you appreciate the giver, you accept the gift and you bring it into your into your life. And today there is an offer for every single one of us with the gift of Jesus. And the Bible encourages, take hold of the gift, own the gift, take responsibility for the gift. 
allow the gift that's given to us this Christmas to make a difference in our life. Thank you for listening to this Audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. 